you're listening to the Sassy Solopreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Silva, first-generation Latina, digital entrepreneur, and an online educator. On this show, you're getting an exclusive backstage pass on how I transformed my food blog, A Sassy Spoon, into a sustainable and profitable multi-six-figure business as a party of one. Tune in each and every week for the sassy vibes, authentic, no BS conversations, and actionable advice on how you too can build the profitable food blog business of your dreams. Let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Sassy Solopreneur Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to dive in to FAQs once again, Q&As, FAQs, whatever you want to call it. I did one of these episodes a few episodes back where I was sharing my answers to questions from my one-on-one calls. And so many people found these so helpful because the way I see it, if they had this question, maybe you have the same question. So why not share the wealth? And so here we are. Before we jump in today's episode, I just wanted to remind you to please rate and review the show. This helps us get more eyes on the podcast, so please hop over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to rate or review the show or both. Share it on Instagram, share it with your friends, tell everyone that I am alive (laughs) so that more people listen to the show. I always appreciate it so much. Okay, let's hop right in. First question says, is it okay to update a post on page one? in the top four with internal links. Now, here is the deal with page one and top four and all the things. So if you, if one of your posts is in the top three spots on a Google search result page, that is considered like the most coveted spot to have in Google because it has the highest click-through rate, right? So that's where everybody wants to be. So My opinion is when you have a post on page one, which I know we have infinite scroll now, so like page one is like, what is page one? But let's pretend it's page one. If you have a post on page one or the top three spots, I personally wouldn't touch the post. That is just my personal feeling around that. But I've heard different schools of thought where they say it doesn't matter if you update the post as long as you update it cautiously like conservative updates like don't go crazy overhauling the whole post you know so if you want to just update the post for internal links which is definitely a best practice you can it should be okay but either way I would just tread lightly right use your best judgment you'll know if it makes sense to do that sometimes it's better to not even touch the post and instead link to that post instead of from that post obviously if the post is very old and you feel like, let me update this before it becomes irrelevant, then that's a whole different story. That's why I say, like, use your best judgment because you can always rank for different keywords. So it's not like the end of the world anyway. And you also have Pinterest, you have email, you have so many other ways to drive traffic to those posts. So tread lightly. And if all else fails, you can always fix it. Okay, next question. How do you choose internal links for a post? Which is a great question. I always think it's it's best to internally link to the most related recipe from your site to that post. So 
if you think about it from the angle of can they make this recipe using similar ingredients to the recipe I'm linking to, then it'll make sense. So in other words, don't link a banana bread to like a steak. Like that is just insane. That does not go together. It's not a related recipe. They don't even have the same ingredients, you know, like a banana bread that includes banana flour eggs, maybe, you know, link it to banana muffins or something else, right? So it has to have some kind of um, relevance to it, obviously, right? Now, when it comes to internal linking, something I want to say is the first step when it comes to internal linking is to make sure that the content is on point. Why? Because if you are just going to be linking a bunch of content together, a bunch of related content together, you're going to just start linking it back and forth in hopes that this blase post that you have is going to now rank well because you're internally linking and you're doing just checking it off the list. That is not best practice. I don't recommend doing that. So first and foremost, you want to make sure that you're creating good content, obviously, right? That you either have to update the post or create great content, whatever the case is. And then you'll think about your internal linking strategy. So don't start like overhauling all of your posts <laughs> with the intention of like, let me start internally linking to everything because that is best practice for Google. Not necessarily, because if the post sucks, then you're not going to rank regardless if you have 20,000 internal links in the post. Okay, so something to keep in mind when it comes to internal linking. Okay, next question is, is it okay to use FAQ blocks or just use headers? So in case you didn't know, in August of 2023, Google came out with a, a new change when it came to FAQs that it was going to stop prioritizing them for SEO rankings. So I would personally begin straying away from any type of FAQ block anywhere, whether it's on your About Me page, in your blog post, just, just don't use them. Instead, I would use H2 headers, H3 headers, like maybe you can have an H2 header that says common questions about recipe name or frequently asked questions or whatever you want to call it. And then the H3s will be like the questions that then you will answer underneath each h3 header okay now don't go crazy and saying oh my god i have to go back and and undo all these faq blocks from my post like that's not what i'm trying to say here basically from this point forward don't use them anymore right for any new content that you're creating and in the future as you update posts as you should be or you always should be like refreshing your content as you're updating posts just switch them out Remove those FAQ blocks and add in the H2 and H3 headers to replace the, the content and you'll be fine. Okay, so don't get worried now thinking that, oh my God, I have FAQ blocks everywhere. Like, it's fine. We all do. We all just got to go back and fix them as we as we move on. But just, yeah, just a heads up there. I'll drop the link on when Google said it was going to stop prioritizing it for SEO ranking so that you can read it for yourself. Okay, next question says, would it be okay to have three different variations of the same, with the same base recipe? So I, what I would say here is as long as the recipes are not too similar, having the same base recipe with different variations is fine. It's totally fine. 
But for example, I wouldn't do just like five banana breads with a different topping because that's crazy. They're all going to literally have the, the, the exact same ingredients. So it would, it, it'll be like banana bread one, banana bread two. Like it's too similar. But for example, if you're doing a bunch of smoothies, like they're all going to have the same base, so to speak. They all have milk, right? But they're going to have different ingredients. So yes, you can have different recipes with the same base. That is totally fine. You just want to make sure that they're not way too similar, that then they're going to almost like cannibalize each other. That's, that's a big no-no. Okay, next question says, for anchor text, do you have to use the keyword or can I use the recipe name or a description for the recipe? So no, you don't have to use the keyword. You can use the recipe name or the description of a recipe. So for example, if you have a cookie recipe that's made with chocolate chips and you have another one that's made with walnuts, you can say cookies made with walnuts. You can also say walnut chocolate chip cookies. You can say chocolate chip cookies with walnuts. Like you can you can def- definitely variate the the anchor text for that internal link as long as you are describing what they're linking to, right? So whether that's the recipe name, a description of what the recipe is, or the actual keyword, any of those count. Just like you would do if you would link to category pages. You can say recipes made with guava or sweet recipes made with guava, savory recipes made with guava. Like those are all anchor texts that you could use. You can also even link your about me page if you're talking about your expertise, if you're talking about how you're experimenting with different ingredients or how you're recipe testing. You can use internal linking throughout your site very strategically as long as you are using it properly without overdoing it. It all counts. You can link to your about me page. You can link to category pages. You can link to the recipe directly. It all counts as long as you're doing it strategically. Okay, next question is for site structure. I know a lot of people change their homepage to match whatever season we are in. Like right now, a lot of blogs have their fall recipes at the top of their homepages. Would you suggest doing that or having categories instead? Ultimately, this is up to you. If you want to do that, if you want to have your fall recipes at the top of your homepage or like on the sidebar, like you can do you. It's totally fine. But to be honest, when you look at your analytics, you'll notice that your homepage is actually the least visited page on any food blog. So I wouldn't stress about it too much. I know when I found that out, I'm like, wow, I put so much work (laughs) into thinking about my homepage and how it looks and all that. And it literally is the least visited page on the whole blog. To be honest, the most visited page on your food blog is your recipe index, which is a fun fact there for you. So. I wouldn't even stress about it. Keep your categories on the homepage. Keep it evergreen. It's all good. Your recipe index is definitely more important than your homepage. So just make sure that one looks organized. Don't worry too much about the homepage. And last question is, while you're doing your keyword research, if you see a post that was written in 2014, for example, it's never been updated no process shots, no headers, no nothing. 
could you potentially rank for that keyword even if their domain authority is high? I love this question. So I would say absolutely 1000% yes. Why? Number one, outdated content is outdated content, regardless of who is posting it, whether they have a low DA, a high DA, whether they're an OG blogger or not, you can absolutely outrank anyone that has outdated content. That's number one. But ultimately, you would have to test it out yourself just to see because you can make the post 10 times better, right, than all those OG bloggers, right, the Sally's, the Pinch of Yums, even if they have high DA, if they have an old, old post, but you're like, man, this is, can really resonate with my audience, take a chance. Like, who cares about the domain authority? Who cares if Sally's posting it? Like, at the end of the day, we can't be creating content based on what's ranking and based on keywords. Remember, ultimately, you're writing for your audience. The worst that can happen is that you don't rank for number one, right? Because they're there. But you can still end up on page one, maybe, you know? And again, most importantly, above all else, like the if the recipe is beneficial for your audience, that's all that matters. So if you know that your audience loves what you're going to post about, like if they love that certain ingredient or that type of recipe, then that should take priority over anything that keyword research tells you. Okay, remember to always, always, always write for your audience first, not for robots, not for keywords, not for ranking purposes. Like ultimately, that's what Google wants from us. And I know they keep messing around with the search results right now. I think we're at three algorithm updates back to back. It's like, okay, Google, you're drunk. What's happening? What is happening? They keep undoing and redoing. And and it's like, it's such a shit show over there. I don't even know what's going on. But this is why I continue to say, I know that they're still trying to figure out their search situation over there because AI's kind of taken over the world and they don't even know how to handle it. But your content strategy ends up being your secret weapon at the end of the day. Like that is really what will drive traffic regardless of what Google is doing over there. Your people are going to want what you're serving, right? <laughs> Pun intended. You have to know your audience so well to know that this is what they want because their interactions with those posts are what's going to signal to Google that that's what they want. And that's what's going to end up ranking your post higher in search results because they're going to comment on it. They're going to rate it. They're going to share it with everyone on social. That's what really signals to Google. That's what really tells Google, like, this is a good post. And so the next time someone searches for that keyword, it's going to be up there because people have already resonated with that post so well. So that's why I know that right now it's super frustrating and annoying. Trust me, I get it. Whenever I see some kind of random crap on, on the result pages, I'm like, what is happening? This is, doesn't even make any sense. But forget it. Who cares? Ignore that. Let Google figure out their shit. Meanwhile, you're going to be creating content for your audience. Don't worry about the algorithm updates. Don't lose hope. Don't go crazy. Just focus on you. Stay on your own lane. Focus on your content strategy. Focus on the content that you're, that you're sharing. And make that the heart of your SEO strategy, your content. Focus on giving your audience the absolute best most informative content that you've ever written in your life. Get Oscar nominating blog posts out there and the traffic will come. I promise. Even if right now it's like, what's happening? It's fine. Everything will work itself out. The traffic will come. Just focus on what you can control. 
which is your content. So that's all for today's episode. I hope you found value in today's episode. If you have any ideas for any future episodes, I would love to hear them. You can DM me on Instagram at the Jamie Silva. I'd love to hear any and all the ideas. Also, check the show notes. Add yourself to my email list because there's a lot of goodies coming up, especially now for 2024. I've got a lot of stuff cooking that I'm super excited about. So that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next one.